Hello, and welcome to the Front Porch Pod, the show about nothing. In tonight's episode, we will discuss the following topics. NFL Talk, NBA Talk, Wilder vs. Fury, The Lion King trailer, Will Ferrell the actor, thought-provoking shit. If you could send the message to the entire world in 30 seconds, what would it be? How do you know anything for certain? If change is inevitable, are we better off resisting it or embracing it? If I value freedom, flexibility, and self-direction, what do I need to do to do the work I love? Pull up a seat and enjoy the show. To the front porch, now you sit in front court It's a show about nothing but still your number one source We be talking sun sports, so whatever you come for Better check the box score, I ain't done, I got more Listen, when I chop it up, I can get your knowledge up Don't ignore the obvious, time that you acknowledge us If I say it, then I meant it, when I said it We can play it, we can spin it, we can listen, we can edit It's that Michael Jordan Carter flow, almost time to start the show it's time around, we taking over, I just thought the y'all should know Sit back, relax, because I drop facts You are now tuned to the Front Porch Podcast What's going on, bro? Not much, I got a, got a good story for you tonight Fuck yeah You ready for it? Hell yeah, let's hear it Got a root canal yesterday um, still got my ass up and got to the gym this morning at 5.30. Walk into the lobby. These fucking guys are blaring Christmas music. And oh, I'm no. pissed. I'm real pissed about it at the beginning. So I go to the weight room. I hit, you know, 20 minutes on the bike or whatever. And they got Christmas music on. And at this point, it's starting to grow on me. I'm starting to feel myself uh, get into the Christmas spirit a little bit. Okay. Uh, go down to the pool. Pools blaring Christmas music. I mean, this whole fucking place had Christmas music. Oh, no. So now I'm, like, in the Christmas spirit, like, 100%. Like, I'm driving, and the snow on the trees looks fucking badass. And Yeah, sure. Ah, fuck, man. I'm in the Christmas spirit. I got Whoa. a bottle of peanut noir, red wine. It's yeah. fucking all, all Christmassy. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just feeling the spirit this year. Well, by the time our listeners are listening, there, there will be a, a video of you in your Christmas outfit, correct? On our on our social media, oh yeah, I have a uh, phenomenal Christmas outfit. One one would put me somewhere near the top if they were to rank them. Correct, correct, top ten at the very at the minimal. Um, yeah, great suit and great outfit. Um, even better that we are, you know, got a fifty dollar gift card out for the people. By the time they're listening, they will already be seeing the the video of you. For, so, uh, is it Amazon? Correct, we're gonna do. Yeah, fifty dollar gift card to Amazon. Uh, to one of Fuck our followers yeah. so we can, you know, show support uh, to them for supporting us, basically. Correct. And who wouldn't want that at this time of the year? Exactly. Yeah. It's our Christmas gift. It's our, our, From our porch course, to your yeah. porch, it's our gift. Yeah. It's our pleasure. Um, like we work at Chick-fil-A. Correct. Yeah. You want Fuck. You know what? Speaking of Chick-fil-A, I have to say one thing. Let me hear it. Shout out to Chick-fil-A because they're never stingy with their sauces. They never fucking charge you extra. Correct. Like, hey, can I get 45 Chick-fil-A sauces? 
and they just do it. They give you 45 of them. Fucking McDonald's employees act like if you get an extra sauce, it comes out of their paycheck. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So shout out do. to Chick-fil-A for doing that. But anyway, Chick-fil-A for just being incredible. I mean, spicy chicken uh, sandwiches, you put three or four in front of me. Uh, I got no choice but to eat. <laughs> I fucking love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Anyways, what's up with you, man? Sorry, the story got off track. No, no worries. Uh, same old. Uh, I got school coming towards the end of that. Uh, I can't ride my bike anymore, so that stinks because it's cold as hell. But I've been in the gym, you know, so that's that's cool. I can't say I'm up at 4.30 like you, but uh, I get in there at least, you know, once a day. So you go. Carter. What's that? I have a recommendation if you're what's willing that? to try it. Let me hear it. You let me know when you want to start, and I will be your accountability partner for 21 days, waking you up in the morning, texting you, fucking calling you till you get your ass up, and we'll we'll put you in that habit. You just let me know. Sure, sure. I, I mean, I, I, I think I, I, I think I can. You know what I mean? I'd like to do that because I like I usually go at some point in the, the early evening, like you know what I mean. But being able to do it and like you know start the day off, I feel like that'd be awesome. I used to do it over the summer. I used to ride the bike. Whenever it wasn't, you know, 20 degrees up here. But, you know, like you said, if you if you could call me in the morning, fuck yeah, I'll be up. All right, then. Yeah, we could FaceTime try that out. that shit, yeah. Yeah, you just let me know, and we'll get you, we'll get you fucking... Look, you can join the sleepless elite. You just have to train your body. Sure, sure. Six yeah, hours I mean, of sleep. Six hours yeah. of sleep. Train well, your body Well, that's what I usually that. sleep anyway. I'm up yeah. pretty late. That's my problem. I found that to be a great number. Anyways. Correct. Sorry, got off, got off topic again, but... <laughs> So yeah, Fuck, pretty. It, it's it's the wine, man. No, no worries. Keep it going. We had a pretty interesting week in football. Um, our Fournette and Shaq Lawson in the exciting Jaguars Bills game uh, were ejected for fighting, which I think is bullshit because I think Fournette's going to be suspended. I'm not sure about Shaq. But fuck that. Why suspend them? The people want to see a fight. The people want to see the players get into it. Nothing's going to happen. Like you know what I mean? It's you know they fucking fight and fight each other in hockey, and they just let it happen. It's pretty badass. So like football, man, come on. What do you yeah. think? Well, Fournette did get a one-game suspension. I um, think he's appealing it too. Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna appeal it. But here's why he got it, Carter. I actually think it's warranted here in this situation. He ran a- away from the play to the play, and then continued to fight in the tunnel. Um, so it- plus Fournette has a history. He's had a couple oh, yeah. issues. So it's not his first rodeo with the league office. So I think this one-game suspension is warranted. I didn't know I just, they went into the the tunnel. Yes. Wow. And and what I really hope is that uh, fantasy owners don't get fucked by him missing. He's missing the last regular season game of the year for most fantasy leagues. And if you yeah. need a win, now you're, now you're fucking – you don't have them. So I feel bad for those guys. Yeah, it does stink. Um, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck about no, fantasy football, shit, but yeah, that's fucking nuts. But yeah, how about a bad game? Jaguars versus Bills. The hey, Jaguars benched Bortles for Cody Barkley, or was that it? Is that it? No, Cody, Cody uh, Kessler. 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 Yeah, Cody who gives Barkley, a fuck, fuck what his name is? <laughs> he's so irrelevant. I mean, it's he's so irrelevant. Um, Jesus. Uh, I don't know why the Jaguars just won't call Kaepernick. I mean, I do know why, but fuck, that's, oh, yeah, another, that's another episode for Oprah. Real quick, um, um, you know Eric Reed, the guy that ne- or that did kneel with Kaepernick, who yeah. still kneels? He's been drug tested six times in, I think, over a little over a month, two months maybe. Yeah, they're trying to get him, and they're yeah, trying to get him out of the league. It's, he, uh, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, 
it's it's laughable. I don't mean hilarious like it's funny. Like it's it's fucking disturbing. Um, yeah, but that's just the NFL protecting its majority fan interest right there because majority of the fans are, you know, like hardcore Americans or whatever we're calling yeah. them now. Yeah. Um, so I I can understand that from the business side of things. But if you remember last Thursday when we were picking our games, although I didn't go with them, I said this is a game the Bills can win. You did. You did. And uh, I was right. Actually, I can't wait to check our things on Thursday. I think I may have had a decent record this week. I think you did. Um, We both took New York, I believe. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, we'll see that on Thursday. But, yeah. So, but that game was, I didn't even watch a single second of it. No, I mean, why why would you? Highlight, yeah. Yeah, why would you? But I tell you what, are the Texans for real? Because they've won eight eight in a row. Definitely, Carter. Definitely. When Um, they were 0 3, the odds of them to win their division were like 100 to 1, 10 to 1, one of the two. Yeah. So, here's what I'll remind you. Do you remember when we used to sit out on our front porches and re- and record via fucking FaceTime? Mm-hmm. In one of those early episodes, I said that the Giants were my NFC dark horse team and that the Texans were my AFC dark horse team. So, I'm not shocked at all, and I'm going to put them squarely as a contender to win the AFC right now. If they went out, they could be looking at, what, 13-3, and three, and they could get themselves a first-round bye. Yeah. Um. Who they got left on their schedule? I mean, their division's weak. It's it's not against anybody that has a winning record or maybe one team because I know they play Philly in Philly, uh, the twenty third of December. So that's but like, that's going to be a tough 15. one. They they lose that game, but I, I think I, every Phil- other game is is very winnable though. Philly's. I think the NFC East is actually going to come down to a very close race. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if Philly has. I don't know if they can withstand these injuries in the defensive backfield. The offense isn't looking – I mean, Wentz played really well in the second half, i got to say. He had like a 108 quarterback rating. Um, but how, how mean, about, they went down 19 to fucking three. How about our guy on Twitter? Uh, do you agree with his comment when he said Wentz is a system uh, quarterback? Uh, I, I, no. He's no, system proof. So if he went somewhere next year in a complete different system, he would be dominant still. Yeah, he's I, not. A, I, he's not a product of the Eagles' offensive scheme. No, because I think the Eagles' offensive scheme was based a lot on Frank Reich, and Frank Reich's not there, and Wentz is still a solid quarterback in this league. You know. Yeah, but he's been down. Ah, uh, yeah, he's been down. But is he? He's not he, Carson he wasn't healthy Wentz. when he was. You know, I, I think he still you know has that in the back of his mind. Obviously, this year isn't the year they had last year. So it's. I think it's a. Not really fair to compare the the two at this point. You, you know, might he's still be right. Second year in his or third year in the league, you know. Yeah, but I, I like to piss you off, so I'm going to make you try to think that he's a fucking <laughs> system quarterback, and you should be worried. Because you know who else is a system quarterback? Who's that? Dak Prescott. Really? Oh yeah. Think about it. He's a game manager. He's a system QB. Hundred percent. Well, I don't know. Um, I, I like I like that Cowboys team right now. I no, yeah. Say. The 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 offensive scheme we run fits Dak perfectly. Yeah. Dak's playing better these last three or four weeks or whatever it is, but he's certainly not playing like rookie Dak. No, no. Dak Prescott is Alex Smith. That's all he is. And Alex Smith is an above-average quarterback, so Dak's going to get extended as the Cowboys quarterback. He's going to make a lot of money, but we're never going to be contenders with him. You don't think even with Zeke and Amari Cooper in a solid defense, Vander Esch and Jalen Smith, is that his name? That defense, man, I Those cannot two linebackers, believe it. I think that's the best linebacker duo in the league. And they're playing without Sean Lee? Yeah. 
I don't know that that Van Der Esch dude is. He's good. He's he's on every fucking tackle almost. Dude, you want to know who is a goat? Who's that? Rod Marinelli. Yeah. I mean, think about the Cowboys' defense under his tenure. They have had no one, and they have been historically above average. Dude, that guy is a fucking genius. I'm sorry. Right. He is a unreal D coordinator. Can't not a head coach at all. Clearly, no, but, no. Yeah, but D coordinator definitely. Um, you know, three weeks ago we were talking about Jason Garrett needed to go. Isn't that crazy? And now he's being praised. I mean. I, I personally have the Cowboys in my top 10 in the power rankings right now. I just like what they're doing, um, and I think they got a hell of a shot to win on Thursday against the Saints. I really do. I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan. Really? Yeah, dude. I 100% believe they can win that game. The Saints are due a slip-up, man. They are. They very well. And This what, is the perfect opportunity. Look, on Thursday nights. home, too. Yeah. yeah. On Thursday nights, one team comes to play, one team doesn't. The Cowboys got to hope that they're the team that comes to play. That's right. gonna that and that'll if that's the case, they knock the Saints off that night. Right. I don't know. I mean, the Saints defense is definitely suspect, but they've been playing so well lately. And then obviously Drew Brees in the offense. Drew Brees is throwing to whoever and uh, anybody. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's putting the ball on a dime, and I mean, it's kind of crazy, you know. Here's a hot take for you. Well, a personal hot take of mine, Carter. You ready for this? Yes. In my opinion, Drew Brees has this what he's done this season has passed every quarterback outside of Brady on my all time list. Hundred percent agree. Especially I if think Aaron he's better than Rodgers. Yeah. Rodgers is the highest paid QB ever, and he's really playing like trash this year. Now, that's not all on him. You can put blame on McCarthy a little bit. You can put blame on his weapons not being great, his O line not being great. You can you can make excuses to the cows come home because Aaron Rodgers is the only fucking quarterback that gets these excuses. I mean, you agree with that? He's the only one. Yep. It's crazy too. Tony I mean, Romo I'll, didn't I'll get those the first fucking to excuses. Say, no, yeah, and I'll be the first to say that you know Mike McCarthy sinks. Like the play calls, like all that. I mean, Rodgers misses throws, and apparently it just goes on like unnoticed to a lot of people, but. You know, I've watched Rodgers almost every time that he's played, like, on, you know, TV that we can get. And obviously the guy's good. Everybody knows that. Nobody's denying that. But this hype that he's, the like, the most flaw, un, or like flawless quarterback and, you know, the greatest, most complete quarterback is just, it's just disrespectful, in my opinion. I tell you what, McCarthy needs to lose his job. And the other guy, in my opinion, that needs to lose his job right now is uh, Steve Sarkazian from Atlanta, the O coordinator. I think both those guys need to go. I don't know what's wrong with McCarthy because he's been so fucking good his whole career. Yeah, he does have a lot of wins, right? Is yeah, that correct? He has a Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, but like, you know. Does he have two Super Bowls? Did he get the Brett Favre Super Bowl? Uh, I don't think. Let me see. Yeah, look that up. Let's hope not. Because that would give him two Super Bowls. It's hard to fire a guy who brought you two Super Bowls. Mm. I'm looking at nah, his he bio won. here. Yeah, he just he's won. just the one. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, XLV, whichever one that is. That was against the uh, Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. 
a game that the Packers were clearly the better team. What year was that? 2016? I think it was – no, I think it was 2011, dude. Or 12 uh, at the latest. Yeah, it was 2011. Dude, Little Wayne came out with that uh, golden or green and yellow remix yeah, to black yeah. and yellow. Holy shit. Back, back yeah. in the day when we were in high school and fucking Lil Wayne dropped stuff all the time. That was so, dude, so nuts. Tell me about it. What else? What else happened in the league this weekend? Fill me in. Although um, I did watch see. a lot of it. Let's see what we got. Baker Mayfield went at Hugh Jackson's neck after they routed the Broncos, which was fucking awesome. And then people tried to like, <laughs> people tried to like backlash Baker because he left uh, Texas Tech to go to Oklahoma. You know, but like, no, fuck that. Yeah, do fuck, you, yeah, Baker was, Mayfield? Yeah, he, seriously. If he wasn't getting a scholarship, why would he stay? You know what I mean, dude? I said it last week. I'll reiterate it again. I know you may not have liked Baker Mayfield last weekend. Or last week on the pod, but I really like him, and I think he's a good quarterback. No, yeah, I think he's good too. Don't get me wrong, dude. The fucking Cleveland Browns are in the hunt. Isn't that crazy to think about? That's insane, dude. That's insane. The fucking Cleveland Browns, dude. No, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. That that's a that's a hell of a yeah, a young nucleus to have. And then dude, that their Callaway defense receiver. Is solid. Their defense has been solid for a couple of years. Callaway sucks, in my opinion. No, he's he's all right. No, he's, and Joku, he he's pretty good. Oh, yeah, they traded Josh Gordon for fucking a third-round pick. They have Jabril Peppers, Miles Garrett. Who else is on that defense? you know anybody? Um, There's definitely somebody out like a corner. Yeah, they have a good corner. Um, yeah, Randall, fuck. maybe? Yeah. Is it Randall? I think so. Yeah, fuck, I can't remember his name. But uh, anyway, so the Eagles... They play on Monday night at home against the Redskins. That that's pretty much do or die. like if they don't if they lose that. I mean they're... no here he, the only only way that game is do or do or die is if the Cowboys beat the Saints on Thursday. Then that yeah. game becomes do or die for the Eagles. Yeah, it does. Um, but if the Cowboys lose to the Saints, the division's still wide open. Wow, that so that game Thursday is going to be huge because Drew Brees, like you said, the Saints are due unless they just fucking are just going to be unreal all year. But like you said, I mean, the odds say that they're eventually, you know, the Steelers were hot this past week and they lost in Denver. You know, it's only a matter of time, like you said, before a team just, you know, they give way for one game and they lose two instead of one, you know. Like, right, yeah. Or or sometimes you have a very emotional, tough loss and it carries over and causes a second loss. Oh, yeah, very true. Same, 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 same situation, different scenario. Correct. But that game is a must-win. If the Cowboys beat the Saints, that game is without a doubt a must-win. My fantasy team got bombed by 80 this week, by the way. No shit, really? Yeah. Dude, I put up like 150. Just the fucking dude scored 228 on me. Holy shit. Who'd you play? Beef. Oh, beef. Yeah, the beef. The beef. Yeah. I'm not going to make the playoffs in our league. I'm in, I'm in sixth place right now in one league. I'm in second in my other so i'm in third in another i'm in two leagues and uh that's as much as i can handle yeah yeah it's it's not worth playing more than two yeah i don't got the time to keep more than two leagues even two is just i mean like you you know we got to have you back next year carter oh i'm in trust me that's a good league to be in that's a you know people are very engaged with it and it's just fun to you know talk shit (laughs) oh yeah you know i haven't been active on that board this this year 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's... But, Hunter, you know, Hunter. Hunter's going in on fucking everyone. Hunter changed his number, so I texted him the other night, and then he texted me from this 443 number. I was like, damn, man, you didn't even text me and say you changed your number. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is uh, totally fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that, He's supposed to be a day one, man. You got to text me your new fucking number. Right. Anyways, what else in the NFL this week? Nah, I mean, really, it was pretty... You know, it was pretty broad this week, I think. That Monday night game last night, it kind of stunk. Sunday night game, uh, the Packers just aren't very good, I think. Um, ben Roethlisberger threw an interception on the one-yard line to a defensive tackle in the primetime game on Sunday. I think I took the Broncos on our show last week, FYI. You did, you did. Um, that, that was an easy pick. That was actually, in my opinion, not only was it the upset of the week, it was damn near the lock of the week. Yeah, I think you were right, right on that. You were right Right. Steelers on the road. They had won six in a row. They were due for a loss. That was a perfect. That was an easy pick. Right. Also, should, should right have put now, fucking five grand on it. <laughs> um, the Redskins just claimed uh, Reuben Foster, the guy from the, I guess the Niners, correct? Yeah, Reuben Foster. Um, you know, Domest- we'll see. The domestic his, charges guy. Yeah, his last domestic violence charge ended up getting dropped. We'll have to see how this one plays out. Um, but obviously, his off the field track record. Uh, if he doesn't get his shit together, he's not gonna have a career in this league. So he's Correct. got a de- he's got a decision to make. It's crazy, man, to think about fucking guys that have pretty much everything you could want, and you know, do do very questionable acts. But well, that's another that's another topic. Hopefully, Lamar Jackson continues to start. Um, uh, this the this is the Ravens' worst nightmare, dude. Why say that? Flack, Flacco's coming back, and now they have a they have a quarterback controversy. It's yeah. exactly what they didn't want. You you didn't think they were they were going to be having this this uh, like debate as I'm to sure whether they, or no no they definitely were going to have it. I just in a perfect world they would not have had it. They would have let Flacco fucking walk in peace this after this season, and they would have turned it over to him. But now, I mean. Fuck, if Flacco can't go this week and it sounds like he's not going to be able to and he wins another game, now he's 3-0. and You have no choice. Right. It's the same thing like Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott goes, what, 10-1 and fucking one when Tony Romo gets cleared? And he keeps the job because the fucking the team's 10-1. and one. Right. I mean, how do you go back from it, though? You just It, it kind of looks, it looks, you know. And, and that was the end of Tony Romo's career, dude. Tony Romo's career was kind of a sad ending, FYI. Oh, yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. After being so close and then, you know, having the injury, I mean, it's just. You don't like to talk about it. Dude, I, I feel bad for the guy. I like Tony Romo, and he had a shitty end to his to a great career. Now he's loving life on the mic. Oh, fuck yeah, he doesn't care. Romo never won the big game, and he knows that. Yeah. Can you imagine never winning the big game, though, in like 10-plus years of playing? It'd be hard to. I mean, dude, I, if I still played sports today, if I wasn't winning big games every once in a while, I would quit playing those sports even for fun. <laughs> I mean, fuck. That's fucking hilarious. Like seriously, I, I, I'm not joking about that. Like, if you can't win the big games, like the thrill is fucking gone. Right. Yeah, because you're just. I mean, it's all for nothing almost. I don't want to yeah. say that in a negative way, but like, it's still, if you're not gonna win the big one, it's like, well. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, really not like you know. Exactly, but. exactly. So yeah. So with that, you wanna you wanna jump into guessing this week's lines? Let's do it. Um. So Thursday night, uh, if you wanna partake, we got Saints at Cowboys. I think it's gonna be like Saints four and a half. Uh, I'm thinking it's like Saints ten minus 
blind ten. I don't really? Know. Yeah, nine. At least nine is what I'm gonna say. Um, but I don't know. Very well could be. Let's see. Seven and a half. Jeez. Um. Boy, that's all I'm gonna say about that one. Obviously, the the our audience knows who I'm fucking rocking with that night. I'm not gonna bet on it or anything, but right, right. That's who I'm rocking with. Seven yeah. and a half, man. That's big. That's a big line. That's got. That's gonna creep down to six or lower. You think? I think so. Yeah. Ten and one team at a six and five team. Are the Saints ten and one? I thought they were like ten and. No, yeah, they're ten and one. Who's their loss? Uh, the week one against the Bucks. Fitz Magic. That's hysterical. The Saints' only loss was that, that. So that game fucked me that week, or I was gonna win five, six hundred dollars. Yeah, I remember you and telling that, me about that. And, that. and that's our only loss. And say, dude, the, the Texans, the Texans' week one loss to the Titans, that game cost me too. Those two games, fucking crazy. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. I really, I really do like the idea of of a Saints slip up here. I just, I don't know, man. That offense is just so good. Dallas's defense is good. It, it's it's going to be a hell of a game. I, I it's going to so. be it's going to be a hell of a game, and Dallas is going to win it. Next, I fucking next, hope. <laughs> next. Uh, we got Bears at Giants. Bears minus four and a half. I said uh, Bears minus six. Uh, there isn't even a fucking line for it. I don't know if that's because Mitch Trubisky is questionable. Ah, uh, that's definitely what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals at Packers. Packers minus three and a half. I said Packers minus twelve. <laughs> Are they that much better than the fucking Cardinals? Well, let's see. Let's see what the old line. I, can, is. I want to change it to six and a half right now. Holy fuck! It's fourteen. Holy fuck! Give me the Cardinals, baby. Aaron Rodgers is not putting up fourteen on anybody. No, I'm just. I kidding. think. I'm just. No, I'm. I'm taking the Packers to cover that game, but I'll, I'll, more on that on Thursday. Okay. Okay. I'll hear it. Uh, let's see what we got next. Colts at Jags. Colts minus four and a half. Colts are in the hunt. Colts FYI, are good. I said yeah. Colts minus five, and it is four and a half. You hit that one on the head. I I don't pause. know if the pause. Colts are <laughs> pause. I don't know if the Colts are good, Carter, or if Andrew Luck's just that good. Seriously, Andrew that's Luck, a serious. No, I think the Colts are good as a whole. They have some. some I, I don't know, pieces. dude. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is like. An MVP candidate, in my opinion. Oh no, he he's gonna be real good. He like, I don't know if he's there yet, but he's gonna be a top five QB soon. Dude, he's there. I mean, you think who who's who's your football MVP right now? If the season I, ended today, I mean, Breeze or Mahomes. I think it's yeah. gonna be one of the two. Yeah, dude, I, I think Andrew Luck's in the mix. Yeah, I mean, he's up there because the Colts yeah. are. I mean, with him, they're they're completely back in the mix. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, T.Y. I Hilton's back. Defense is still shitty, but whatever. Yeah. That ain't uh, Next, we got Browns at Texans. I'm going to go Texans minus three and a half here. I'm going to say I mean, the Texans minus five. And the line is Texans minus six. Okay. It's in Houston, too, for whatever that's worth. I have to think on that one. I don't know. I don't know. I really like the the Browns like swagger level right now. The Browns over under win total was five, I think, and they're already at four. No, I think they're at five, aren't they? No, nah, they're four, six, and one. They had that Are tie. they four, six, and one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, the tie. 
Fucking Browns. Well, at least they're not the worst team in their division. Who that is? claim would go to the Bengals. Well, record-wise, well, the Bengals record are still better. Andy Dalton's out. Uh, I don't know how much they're going to even try to keep you know, fighting this year. Who, who's even their quarterback? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you either. A.J. Green might not play again this year. I don't know why they would play him um, yeah, with the team not in, in contention. But uh, I guess they technically are in contention, though, in the AFC still. So Joe Mixon's really good. The Bengals got off to a good start, and they're, they're much improved. But Andy Dalton's never going to take it to the next level. No, sure isn't. No. Uh-uh. So our next slate is Panthers at Bucks. Panthers got to win this one. Um, I'm going to say they're one-and-a-half-point favorites. I agree with you. They really do. I said three-and-a-half, and it's It's three-and-a-half. Fucking God, I'm good. good. Uh, <laughs> how about how about C-Mac? C-Mac had a hell of a game this past oh, week. He's yeah. fucking awesome. He's, yeah, he's, if you he's have him great. in fantasy, you're doing really well, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's the great white hope. He sure is. Definitely. Um, yeah, but he didn't score on that long play when he was like completely in an open field. I don't know Dude, if you they saw were, on Twitter. Yeah, they were killing that guy on Twitter. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> and they were like, how am I supposed to explain to my kids how Juju scored on his long run, and then Lamar Miller scored on his long run, and then McCaffrey now, didn't? <laughs> that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh. How am I supposed to explain my this to my kids? <laughs> the Panthers' official account tweeted out, gone, gone, and everyone's like, they must not know what the definition of gone, gone means. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Uh, C-Mac's really good, though. He sure is. Especially from a f- fantasy standpoint. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I, I knew he'd be like good, but he's catching passes. He's 100 yards receiving. Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. 51 points this week in one of my leagues. I have him. I'll be targeting him in the first round next year for sure because that offense is just perfect for him. He doesn't get overworked either, so, you know, if he does get hurt, it'll be a fluke. Right. He gets, you know, some games he gets 20 touches or whatever, but most games he doesn't. He's pretty well put together, though. I mean, he's a, he's gotten pretty big since he's, you know, was at Stanford. Yeah, I'm definitely targeting him. He That's who I want my team next year to start. Um, Bills at Dolphins, everybody's favorite. Fuck, I, I don't even give a fuck what the yeah. line is. Yeah, to any of our listeners what, that are Bills what, or what, Dolphins what, fans, what, it is a – uh, five point Miami favorite. Look, if you bet on that one, good luck. And to those fans, un- also good luck. I can understand why someone's a Dolphin fan, or no, excuse me, a Bill fan. But for the life of me, I can't understand why anyone would like the Dolphins. My cousin Jared likes the Dolphins, so I gotta say he's a he's been a Dolphins fan for a long time. I really don't know any other Dolphins fans. To your point, I don't know a single Dolphin fan. Swear. <laughs> But yeah, uh, he's he's pretty dedicated, so fins up to him. Uh, but yeah, a five point favorite for the Dolphins definitely will not be touching that one. No, no, I don't. I don't give two fucks about that game. <laughs> uh, next one we're going Broncos at Bengals. Another one that I could wipe my ass with. Broncos minus three. I'm saying Broncos minus four, and we got Broncos minus four and a half. Boy. Yeah, that'll be another one that I won't even look at. I, I'm actually looking at that. I think the Bengals can win that game. I just got to wait and see, uh, A, Andy Dalton's status, and B, A.J. Green's status. But the, the Bengals, if they get Green back, I think can win that game. 
Yeah, I 100% agree. I like mixing yeah, Boyd because and at the AJ end of the Green, day, you know? yeah, at the end of the day, fucking the Broncos have Case Keenum. You know what I mean? Correct. One hit wonder. Uh, next one, Ravens at Falcons. Lamar starts, hopefully. I'm going to say they don't have a line out yet because they don't know what's up with the quarterback situation, but I think the Ravens are going to be favored by five and a half. I said, yeah, I said Ravens two and a half. Let's see if there's actually a line. Whatever this fucking game is. Uh Oh, Atlanta is a favorite. One point favorite. No way. That's correct. If you're listening to this, do us a favor. Put the deed to the house on the fucking Ravens right now. Really? Yes, dude. Interesting. Dude, the Falcons blow. They're that, horrible. That, that offense is good, though. That's, <sighs> not, I mean, maybe not as a whole, but Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Coleman, Ridley, Sanu, yeah. they're, they're good. They, I mean. they got a lot of talent, but they yeah. can't ever get it together, which is why I think their own coordinator should not have a job. Yeah, I agree with you there. So we got Rams at Lions, Stafford with the upset coming up. No, Suck. it's not gonna. Ha- it's not gonna <laughs> happen. Um, Lions are actually tanking, in my opinion. I'm As gonna they say, should. yeah, Rams minus seven and a half. Uh, I said Rams minus eleven and a half, and it is a ten. The Rams are favored by ten. I think that could be your bone this week. Could be. Fuck. Just dropped my phone. I like the Rams in a dome. Uh, it's probably got to feel pretty similar to L.A. whenever they get there. Because Detroit's obviously cold as fuck, but they're going to play in a dome. Uh, so that's going to be. If if I do anything with that game, it'll just be the Rams that went outright. I don't know. Take the money line. That'd probably be a pretty, pretty steep. Uh, I'd have to look at who the Rams play next. You always got to check for trap games, all that shit. Yeah. Chiefs at Raiders. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Chiefs minus 14 at least. I, sw- I don't think this will be it. But my, or my 17. Down, I said 20. <laughs> let's see it. No way it's 20. I've never seen an NFL game that high. Uh, let's see. It's 15. That's reasonable. 15. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Chiefs cover that. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I don't know. I mean, the Ravens did when they played them this weekend, but that was at home, so uh, the Raiders will be back home. The yeah. Raiders suck so bad. <laughs> yeah, they're her- horrific. Two they're and, they're two and nine. And they're tanking. I guess, I don't know, I guess Gruden wants to use this number one pick on that quarterback from, uh, I forget what school he even fucking goes to. I think Oregon. Oregon. Oregon's the Oregon, guy, yeah. yeah, Oregon. I've never understood the hype around, you know, they just they just target a guy that they think looks like an NFL guy, and they just hype him up. But I don't think this year there's. They could be anyone. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like fucking Will Greer could be the next Raiders quarterback. Who knows? <laughs> if I was the Raiders, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no shit. But uh, <laughs> who knows? I, they're they're saying Will Greer's is like a second round pick, which I mean, I think Will Greer is a system quarterback through and through. He he was not going. You, you should not waste a, a first, second, or third pick on him. Yeah, that'll be interesting. He's a total system guy, man. Yeah, and that that type of system isn't really, you know, translating to the NFL unless exactly. you're Pat Mahomes. Exactly. Uh, next one, we got Jets at Titans. Feel free to skip this one. Well, the Titans are going to be at least two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I said five, um, and let's 
Probably three and a half, four. Seven and a half. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'll take the Jets and the points in that one potentially. The over-under is only 40. Yeah, I'm definitely not touching that with those two offenses. <laughs> uh, next we go. You, 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 know, you know what I'd, I'd rather do than watch those two offenses try to score? What's that? Drink bleach. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> this next one is a good. Is going to be a hell of a game. Vikings at Pats. Pats minus five and a half or four four and a half. Pats minus four and a half. I said Pats minus three and a half, and Vegas has minus five. Okay, Patriots are winning. It's at home. Kirk Cousins not beating Tom Brady in fucking in Boston. No chance. No chance. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I gotta quit saying um. Uh, 49ers at Seahawks. <laughs> 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks minus two and a half. Uh, I said Seahawks minus eight, and it's minus ten. Wow. Yeah, that's a I'm taking that. I like the Niners and the points in that one. I, I love Matt Breida. That's my issue. Yeah, you do. You've been high on him for a while. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, we got the Chargers without Melvin Gordon at Pittsburgh. Oh, it's Pitt, Pittsburgh's winning for sure. No chance they lose this one. Um, if they want a number one seed, they have to. Or yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. It's uh, gonna be Pittsburgh at least minus four and a half, and they're my actually Pittsburgh's my bone of the week this week. I said Pittsburgh minus four, and it's three and a half. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Pittsburgh's I Pittsburgh's covering that. FYI, I'm taking the cover for sure. And then the Monday night Rockefeller is Washington at Philadelphia. I'm saying Eagles minus five. I'm going to say Eagles minus two and a half. Uh, let's see what we got. Six and a half is what Vegas says. Um, I like the... Don't I say don't Cole even, McCoy. I, no, I don't even fucking know. Pass. I'm not touching it. It's a Monday night game anyways. Fuck them. Uh, yeah. I uh, just... It's do or die for the Eagles, and I don't think Cole McCoy is about to well, come in. Well, it's not Philly. do or die yet. Thursday's game potentially, yeah. could, could make it do or die if the Cowboys beat the Saints. But if the if Philly has seven losses going into Week 14, are they like, are they really gonna be you know, with and then they go to Dallas next week, and then they go to L.A. Rams the next week? If they have seven losses going into those two games, I, I just don't know how much optimism there can be. And I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, I don't bet Monday games, so I'm not even going to touch it. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Eagles, man. Heck yeah. Uh, so uh, this uh, this weekend there's a uh, there's going to be an interesting boxing match, correct? Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Fury? Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Gypsy King Fury. Um, or Fury. I don't even care how we want to pronounce it. Correct. Should be a good fight, in my opinion. I think Fury is actually going to win this fight. Um, I like I his story. He lost like yeah. 100 pounds. Yeah, well, he, he got caught up in some... Like drugs and alcohol and shit? I think it was more so what he said. I think he said something derogatory about a woman or something else. Um, so he had to take time off. But uh, he's a more complete fighter. Wilder punches harder. I think Wilder's last fight against Ortiz showed that he's not just a puncher. He can also take punches. Right. 
Um, and I don't know if Fury really has like knockout power like that, but I'm going to take Fury to win this fight uh, based off stamina alone. So let me say something. You're going to take Fury, correct? Yes. I just looked this Deontay Wilder, 40 and 0. Guess how many of those are knockouts? All of them. 39. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, well, wow. Wilder can Wilder can punch. There's no doubt he can really punch. I mean, I, I was watching the highlights, dude. That guy. I mean, yeah, what, he what, had, Fury is six nine, correct? I think six nine. Two, yeah, something. Wilder's Wilder's tall too, though. Yeah, I mean, like they're both huge. I had that. Holy shit, I couldn't imagine being in the ring with those fuckers. No, not no, not even chance. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> Fuck thank that. you. No, thank but you. But I there. but I will watch that fight and I'm calling it right now for the whole world to hear. Uh well at least everyone who has a fucking iPhone to hear. Um Fury's gonna win that fight. He's uh plus one thirty odds, Wilder's minus one sixty if you're interested. Yeah, and then I really hope the winner of this fight meets up with Anthony Joshua somehow because that's the really the fight that the heavyweight class needs because right. there's there's a cup more than a couple good heavyweight fighters in that class right now right so uh this class is like one mega fight away and I don't think it's Wild or Fury I think it's going to be the winner of the Wild or Fury fight versus Joshua that'll be the fight that really brings back the heavyweight class do you think this fight will have the the viewers ratings or you know subscriptions I guess whatever as uh um, you think it'll even be close to like the Mayweather and McGregor? no, 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 it won't even be close. Nope. How? Not even, not even in the same ballpark. Not really? even in the same fucking state. Not even in the same planet. Yeah, really. Um, and I think the next fight, Joshua versus Fury, would also not be in that in that ballpark. Um, hmm. Mayweather, whenever he fights, he has branded himself so well. Uh, Mayweather gets non-boxing people to buy his fights. Yeah, just Whereas, his brand, like you said. Yes, these other these other fighters don't get the non-boxers to buy the fight. Like when when Mayweather fought fucking McGregor, everyone bought that fight. Oh, fight yeah, fan, no yeah. fight fan. Don't give a fuck about Conor McGregor. Don't give a fuck about Floyd Mayweather. You bought the damn fight. Right. Because of the brands of those two individuals. And the heavyweight class doesn't have individuals that have built these crazy unique brands. Yeah, that fight was fucking nuts. I, I mean, I'd never watched a fight in my life before that. But like you said, just the, the brand and the the beat around it. Like, yeah. You know, well, the, the hype. And it was just like, damn, you're not watching that? What the fuck? Like, so, Carter, that was your... Uh, that was your first boxing match you watched correct. in depth like that. Yeah, correct. And would you say that Floyd Mayweather was – or not – would you say Conor McGregor was in the fight? If uh, – he was in the fight in his eyes, like the way that he thinks fighting – like he was in his eye, like as far as like the way he can – like in UFC, like he would have been in it in that way. But as far as the boxing goes, he was not in it. And I think you could tell after, like, what, round four, five, six, towards the middle, he, he yeah. just was gassed. And yeah. like you said, Floyd Mayweather completely Mayweather, controlled, he controlled Mayweather, the ring. Yeah. He dominated it from literally start to finish. He yeah. won all the rounds, but maybe one. Yeah. Well, that's good you picked that up. I'm, I'm glad you're, you're watching boxing now. That's, <laughs> I think you could be a pretty good boxing fan. Well, when I was up, up towards Pittsburgh not long ago, what, what did we watch? Uh, Diaz and McGregor was that the fight we watched? Um, 
No, it was the Russian guy. What was his name? No, what was that fight? No, it was McGregor versus fucking Khabib. Khabib, that's what it was. Why did I say that's Diaz? It. And Khabib fucking murdered him. Fucking yeah. All the all the big redneck guys in the bar that night, they were so pissed. I remember the one guy threw his hat down because McGregor lost. Isn't it comical to see, like, the real American country guys rooting for the Irish guy? <laughs> it's hilarious. But it's like, whoa, whoa, like, America, America. <laughs> oh, you're ridiculous. Yeah. I can't cheer for who I want to cheer for now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. Jesus Christ. Yeah, do me a yeah, favor. We'll, just let the, we'll let that one go. Take my middle finger and shove it up fucking your ass. <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, um NBA talk. Uh KD dropped 49 last night in a much needed win. Yeah, the Warriors they needed that one. Um Kevin Durant, we know he's going to score points. I'm not getting too excited for that win. Let's make it clear. Kevin Durant's the best player on the Warriors, but the Warriors aren't the Warriors without Steph Curry, and I think it's very obvious. Correct? I, I don't know, man. I kind of think Curry might be better. Really? Curry's going to – I think I saw he's either practicing Thursday or he could be playing soon. So the Warriors are fine. Yeah, they need him to play. Yeah, they need him to play. They, I mean, they literally fucking need him. Oh, yeah, and I saw where DeMarcus Cousins is due back by Christmas now. Yeah, I saw that. That's nuts that he's so ahead of schedule. I know. I don't know how – I bet you the Warriors are uh, take it easy with him. Well, yeah, I mean, what? what's the regular season to the Warriors anyway? Fucking it's, test run, trial trial run. I mean, you still want to get home home court though, you know. Yeah, I guess you so. De- you definitely want to get home court, especially like a team it, like the though. Warriors. The Warriors, they don't need it, but they're so much better at home than they are on the road. Yeah, yeah, it's true, true. I just don't. It's gonna be weird though. Whenever there's five of them on the court, and the five beating Curry, Clay, KD, Draymond, Boogie. I, I don't know. It's it's, it's very very. But, it's gonna be but very we don't interesting. we don't know if they're gonna click or they're gonna play good together. There's still yeah, a lot exactly. of what That's ifs. That's my point. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's five. Those are five all stars. They want and there's it's it's pretty well proven. You can't have you know five people score at once. Uh, I don't know that for sure. I would argue that not everybody can score on one possession, and there's only so many possessions in the game. You know what I mean? Yep. But, yeah, I like you said, I mean, it's going to be hard to tell if they click or not. Just got some great news, Carter. Let's hear that. My friend got got a deer with the season coming to an open here. Yeah. And he's going to give me a fuck ton of meat. Pause. Pause. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's awesome. My, my buddies, they were cutting up a deer the other day across the street, and I went over and I was like, what the hell's going on around here, coach? Did you by any chance see Jimmy Butler hit that fucking game winner? Oh, yeah, sure did. He found himself at home. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're clicking, and they're going to be hard to beat in the East. Do you think they get anything for Markel? Oh, I heard this, by the way. Josh Jackson for Markel Falls. I mean, that's what they're looking, a guy like him. Honestly. Like two two busts. Maybe they flip, flip yeah, rolls dude. and you know, Foltz, work it yeah. out. I'm Foltz not calling Foltz a bust, bust yet, by the way. I am. I hate. I just Carter, can't do it. I can't Carter, do it. Carter, do me a favor. Do me a fa- one favor, Carter. You ready for this? Let me hear it. Let me get two hits of whatever you're smoking. Because <laughs> that motherfucker's a bust. Dude, he is raw, dude. He's raw. You can't. I mean, 
yeah, he stinks. His foul shots, they stink. <laughs> There's no way around it. And Dude, like you he, said, the mental aspect is, is going to be hard to overcome. Dude, he sucks. <laughs> there's just there's no I mean, I love it that you're supporting him because you like the Eagles and he plays in Philly too, but he sucks. Yeah, I'm not ready to do it yet. I just can't. Just can't do it. He sucks. Just can't do it. By next week you'll probably do it. If when we're gonna, Fultz, when if we're Fultz doing comes, this, we need to be talking about how the slumps, and I love both these players, but they have taken slumps from their rookie seasons, and that's Spider, D. Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Legitimate slumps. They're not playing well. And it's it's a factual. They're, the numbers show it. Yeah, whatever, Carter. Fold sucks. <laughs> You can you're tell not gonna, me. You can answer my question about our uh, Tatum and uh, D Mitchell falling off. To be honest, Carter, I was so focused on Fultz sucking, I didn't even hear the question. <laughs> I just said I just think Fultz is, you know, he's criticized pretty heavily, but like guys like Tatum and uh, D Mitchell, who were who excelled last year as rookies, have gotten off to very slow starts by their own standards, and that's just simply a fact but nobody really is talking about that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. But yeah, I, I But even not them not, in playing like this is much better than Fultz. Correct. Yeah, I'm not not trying to say that they're on Fultz's Except level, but like Mitchell Mitchell's sucking this year. That's yeah, that's he's not not living up to. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think they turned around as do the Jazz. Uh we'll see. It it starts with him. Hell, they were saying the Jazz would be the two seed this year. Woo. P.U. Yeah, they were wrong about that. I think L.A. is going to get the two seed. L.A. is, what, 11-8? and eight? Something like that. I mean, LeBron's got got him playing good, man. You've been saying it for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very, yeah. very happy as a Laker fan. Couldn't couldn't be any more happier. As Would a like three month see... Laker fan, I gotta say I'm, I'm no, happy. As no, well. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you got You rephrase that. You're not a Laker fan, Carter. You and every other fucking LeBron fan that came from Cleveland are not welcome in Laker Nation. Come on, man. But my Warriors are... are doing good this year. My Jazz are doing good this. Year. Let me you get my, are. Let me get my Lakers in there nope, too. Nope, nope. You are. You can't hashtag Laker Nation in your Twitter bio, you just can't. <laughs> You're allowed to cheer from LeBron from an outside source, but if we win a title, you didn't win a title. <laughs> you, you, are, you are not a fan. Come on, man. My Celtics, my Raptors, my Warriors, my Lakers, I'm, I'm a diehard fan. Yeah, you can just like the Celtics then. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, my my because you're not welcome over here on the West Coast. My Hornets, my Clippers. I mean, they're they're all playing well this year. Who just won the World Series? My Red Sox. They're doing good. They're having a good off season. Fuck the Red Sox. <laughs> Fuck every athletic team in Boston and every player in Boston, outside of Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, I, I got if I like anyone else up there. I don't know. I have to. I'd have to think about that. I got a hot take for a not yet an NBA player. Let's hear it. R.J. Barrett. He's gonna be. He's a good basketball player. I'll say it. Yeah, he is pretty good. The thing about basketball is it's you never know. Some of the best college players have turned out to be fucking trash. Yeah. That's what's so great about basketball. Like a player like fucking Mitchell. No yeah. one expected him to be like that, and then boom, he's like that. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, Luke Kennard was drafted before, one pick before him. Oh. I mean, that's sickening for the Pistons. Yeah, because, oh, I mean, they could really use a guy like Mitchell to pair with Blake Griffin. Yeah. Why would you ever take Luke Kennard? <laughs> I, I never understood that one. He's like me, but four inches taller. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Does nothing. We we are the same person and player. Yeah. Uh, back in my Duke days, we didn't have him like that. We We had to go to the rim. We couldn't shoot threes. Well, you, fuck. You remember those days? I remember a lot of, lot of Duke teams shooting threes coming up. You, uh, who'd you play with? John Shire? You, you, John Shire. Because you were Singler, right? I was Singler, yeah. So yeah. I played with Singler, Shire, Nolan Smith. Correct. A good team. Yeah. Back when, when Duke didn't get the one-and-dones. Really, Luol Dang started the one-and-dones for Duke, and then Kyrie Irving came along. But now it's like one-and-dones all go to Duke. Yeah, they're not really at Kentucky this year either. Kentucky's not, you know. Well, Duke murdered Kentucky in opening night. Yeah, that was bad. Wow. Yeah. How good is Duke this year? They have three potential lottery picks. That's crazy. Good. Duke is good. I'll tell you that. But Gonzaga, I don't know if Gonzaga's better, but they were better that night. Correct. And that's all you got to be in that particular game. You just got to be better than that team that night. Yeah. So uh, James Harden dropped 54 last night at NDC, but they lost. So that stinks. I think he and and, uh, Eric Gordon combined for like 86 points, and it was the second most all time to. Kobe and Smush Parker because Kobe scored 81 to Smush Parker's 13. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> but I yeah, second even, most by second yeah. most all time by a backcourt, I think. Yeah, who cares? DC needs to break their team up. They need to start a rebuild. Yeah, they got to get rid of Wall and Beal. They need yeah, to get, they need to get as time. much as they can for him. And yeah, it's they need time. To tomorrow. They, yeah, it's time, and it's time for a rebuild, and Wizards fans are just going to have to struggle. Maybe you get a fucking Kevin Durant. I don't know, but it's time for a rebuild. So, Jordan, the talk is Ingram for Beal. Who says no? I say no. I, I mean, that's apparently that's that's been in discussion. Well, you know what they should do with that discussion? Can it? Can it, and then fucking set that can on fire. <laughs> fucking Magic Johnson being reckless. Go figure. Oh my God, Zion just had a fast break and just fucking windmilled like it was nothing. Yeah, that's not surprising. All right, so let's let's talk about give me your give me your all rookie team thus far. Well, I I'll tell you who's on it for sure. Uh, Doncic is on it. Um, Aiton is on it. DeAndre Aiton. Um, Trey Young is on it. Correct. Wendell Carter is probably on it. Okay. Uh, I think you can argue Marvin Bagley might be on it. I really don't have a fifth player there. I said I thought I thought a little bit about this. I said Luca, Trey Young, Jaron Jackson. Because the Memphis Grizzlies are yeah, fucking good. Yeah, you can argue uh, Jaron Jackson for sure. And there's another guy I missed too. Uh, who are you thinking? Actually, no, maybe I didn't miss him. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say I'd throw Aiton in there as well. So I'm looking at four. Uh, 
I like Macau Bridges a lot. I like that Landry Shramit a lot for Philly. He gives them real good minutes. But who am I missing? Fuck. Oh, Mo Bamba, my guy. No, I, like I, don't, Mo I, don't, a lot. I don't have him there. I just no, don't. I watched him. I watched a little bit last night. I, I like him. I like his game. I streamed that uh, Warriors. That Magic was the first game. time. That was the first time he played good, though. Really? I think. I mean, I think. Of, I think. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, but like, I think he's got the 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 build and like the potential to be on the the at least the first team, maybe second team, all rookie. Could be. There's also that undrafted guy that plays for like the Knicks now. What's his fucking name? Uh, undrafted? Yeah, he went undrafted. Uh, what is his name? Let me see. Alonzo, Alonzo Trier. Yeah, that's it, Alonzo Trier. He's playing well. I can't believe I forgot his name there. But the rookie class is shaping up to be a decent one, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic is going to be very good. Let let that be known, by the way. Oh, facts. Big time facts. Big facts. Can't believe That's the Hawks traded facts. him. Or no, the Mavs traded for like another for next year's another pick for to get Luka. Is that correct? Yes. Nuts. But yeah, love the NBA. Glad it's uh, glad it's off to a great start. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Would you agree? Yes, no, maybe so. I also love the NBA. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're good. So there's a there was a there was a trailer released not long ago. Um, oh baby! Yeah, uh, let me make a mixed drink real quick. The Lion King coming to theaters summer 2019, and let me start by saying this. I'm not ready to see Mufasa die in this high-quality screening picture. I'm going to say it. I'm not Fuck ready for no. it. No, yeah, but let me tell you what, Carl. Last time I went to a movie theater, I went and saw This Is The End. I played a classic rock tune in the car before I walked in. Mm, and nothing, the movie, no other way to go in. <laughs> the movie was so fucking bad, I left. That was the last time I went to a movie. Oh, God. Uh, my, yeah, that was years ago. It was like 2012. My ass will be... Opening night in a fucking movie theater, eating buttery popcorn and fucking Correct. cheesy pretzels, drinking a soda because I don't give a fuck, bringing a <laughs> flask in of some type of whiskey, and watching the fucking Lion King. Let it be known, I will fight a kid for a seat. Dude, 225 million fucking views in 24 hours. I've watched it three times since I've... You know, since can, it's been out, at least. Can can you imagine that? Like, imagine it. If we got fucking a hundred thousand views, we'd be like, "Oh my gosh, they got two hundred twenty-five fucking million. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You see the like, the the people that are like the voices in it: Seth Rogen, Beyonce, big names, um, dude. James Earl Jones. I'm missing a couple. Um, hold they on, got some see. big names. That movie is going to be crazy. Who else I'm missing as far as names? I didn't even check who was going to be in it, dude. I'm just so hyped it's coming out. Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, uh, 
Billy Eckner, John Oliver, Keegan Michael Key, Beyonce. Who is Seth Rogen playing? James Earl Jones. Uh, I don't know. Because I just feel like a comedy guy doesn't have like a, a good role in this. Pumba? He could play Pumba for sure. Yeah. Is that who he's playing? Yeah. He's actually perfect for Pumba. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, dude, that movie's going to be fucking unreal. I cannot awesome wait. Cast. Yeah, I cannot Sounds wait candy. for that. Yeah, that'd really, be a good one. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Like, seriously. Right, I wish... What were you saying, my bad? No, I was going to say, I, I wish that uh, movie theaters in Pennsylvania would sell liquor at the fucking concession stand. Because I, I would <laughs> buy... I would... I would buy something dark. I'd buy two or three shots of it and dump it in a small Coke and fucking chug that down and have a good time. Yeah, no doubt. So while we're on the, the movie topic, uh, you want to talk some some Will Ferrell? Love Will Ferrell. Fucking has great a new, guy, ha, ha, Has a new movie coming out with fucking, uh, you know, the his fucking partner in crime, Riley C. Jones or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, yeah. Um, John C. Riley, excuse me. Um, it's like a murder mystery or something. It looks kind of good. Will Ferrell, man, is just you can't beat him. He has so many good movies. Um, Talladega Nights, Kicking and Screaming, Step Brothers, fucking uh, Semi Pro, Anchorman. I mean, he just has some fucking classics. That guy. What do you think he's? What do you think he does the best in? As far as like an actor goes. From an acting standpoint, I really liked him in, in Talladega Nights. Oh, that shit was so good. Yeah. I really liked him in that one. I mean, what, what, I know, I think you, you have mentioned before that Step Brothers is one of your favorites. I like, yeah, I like Step Brothers a lot. I think he kills it in that. But I don't know. I, lo- I love him in Semi Pro for some reason. I've always just oh. loved, loved that. Like,. How he's the Love player, me the sexy. player coach, the player coach and GM. Yeah. Like the player, so awesome. his wife has the biggest breast in towns. Cannons, Gucci, <laughs> double day. <laughs> Learn fucking English, Vakitis. Fuck you, Vakitis. That's so awesome. I, hey, we don't even got corn dogs, Monix. <laughs> what am I kidding? I got traded for a fucking washing machine. <laughs> I looked at our washing machine and I and I knew we needed it, but <laughs> I couldn't pass there was on, a, on a on the chance. Table. Yeah, yeah. that so movie good. that movie is so funny. He's like this artist. He made one song and that's how he's made his money. And he bought a fucking. He's in Flint, Michigan, with the semi-pro basketball team. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Oh man. Will Ferrell is just great in so many ways, man. And I hope this new movie doesn't suck. It's like a murder mystery thing with him and that John C. Riley. So those two together, there's no way it can be bad, right? No, that'd be good. Yeah, I'll probably no go watch that one as well. This was a big weekend for new movies. I saw that trailer for the first time. I saw the Lion King trailer for the first time. Big weekend for movies. Yeah, that, it, I love movies. I hope they continue to fucking, you know, somebody's producing something good because. Man, it's been a while since I went to the movies, like you said, and actually sat there and watched like a, a movie I was really interested in. So hopefully The Lion King can be a good start. Carter, can I say something completely off the wall and off topic? Absolutely. You've heard of Quest Bars, right? Yes. The birthday cake Quest Bar 
is better than sex. Oh, Christ. Let me hear that again. The birthday cake quest bar is better than sex. Do you wow. want to know? Do you want to know what else is better than sex? Let me hear that. And I haven't been able to have this one in a while because of fucking keto. Are you talking about sex or ke- or food? Food. Okay. Food. The fucking McGriddle from McDonald's is better than sex. Ooh. Should I repeat that one for you? Say it one more time. The McGriddle is better than sex. Wow. Heck yeah. Uh, I like you- the um, McMuffin. No, not the. Uh- I McGriddle. like the sausage McGriddle, actually. Not the bacon. The sausage. The What's sausage the McGriddle is, is better than sex. What's the just ham, egg, and cheese? Or just egg and cheese? Or I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, fuck. Carl, you're so weird there. when it comes to breakfast food. McDonald's breakfast is phenomenal. Those hash browns? No, hash browns are incredible. Well, I, just, I just usually go for a chocolate milk and a granola bar for breakfast. That's just... Keep, keep, it, keep it simple. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um... I had to say that before you blow my mind away later this evening. So I just had to get that out. It was fucking consuming my thoughts. Those yeah, two things. no, by all means. Uh, with that being said, uh, you want to go into the, the thought-provoking shit? I absolutely want to go into the thought-provoking shit. Yeah, because we got some fucked up shit to talk about. I'm ready to... Well, that's all we talk about. Fucked yeah, up correct, shit. correct. I wonder if you and I actually are fucking sane in the mind. I'd argue no. And I'm not I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. No. By the way, we gotta make sure that's the episode title is Birthday Cake Quest Bars Over Sex. Consider it done. <laughs> that's fucking epic. Alright, yeah. I'm gonna take a swig of calypso and chase it with some chocolate milk and then we I'm go from take, there. I'm gonna take a, a a two ounce drink of peanut noir from a local winery. Perfect. I've I finished this bottle of Peanut Noir, and now I need to go to the winery tomorrow. Ugh. That's, God, fuck. Chocolate milk helps, but that's gross. I might try a new winery tomorrow. Duke's already up 21. Who are they playing? Indiana. Indiana fucking blows. Yeah, they sure do. How's that Calypso feel going down? Awful. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Ugh. We're good, though. We're good. I'm ready when you're ready. First one. Um, if you want me to take it, I will. But uh, if you would, if you could send a message to the entire world in 30 seconds, what would this message be? How about you answer that first, and I'm going to play off your answer. Okay. Well, I wouldn't need 30 seconds. My message is simple. Fucking relax. And that can be translated in any language, any time, anywhere. That would be my message, and it would be loud and clear, and it would be to, again, fucking relax. That goes for everybody in the world. Fuck, I'm not even sure how to play off that. (laughs) Um, A couple questions here is... By all means. Does the whole world... Listen to the message and then take it to heart, or does it just go in one ear, out the other? That's going to de- determine what I say here. Um, so, yes, it it will have an impact on the people, but at the same time, it will depend on the strength of your message. So if your message is, 
you know, worthy of somebody that's, or if it's worthy of taking into the heart, then yes, by all means. But at the same time, there's also the chance that it could just be blown off, like, you know, uh, whatever. My my message to the world is going to be, why aren't Chick-fil-A's open on Sundays? Fucking finally somebody said it. Um, reason being is, is I just don't see any message I could say that I could influence the world but everyone's behind chick-fil-a being open on sundays <laughs> so, Correct. why Correct. aren't they open on sundays who has the answer it needs to be talked about um i i get their reason not that i support it i just would like check chick-fil-a when i'm watching football on sunday is that too much to ask and not have to it's, like it's not it? too much to ask actually a couple years back i well, my, my ex-girlfriend found a recipe for imitation Chick-fil-A, and she made it on a Sunday for football, and it was phenomenal, dude. Really? So you yeah. can buy Chick-fil-A recipes? You can you can find something similar on Pinterest, and she made it, and it was really good. Wow. Um, but if, if I was going to say something serious to the – actually, I don't even know what I would say, man. Um, there's such a, a communication difference, and you only have 30 seconds – and there's really nothing you can say there that's going to persuade opinions. So you can't be political. You can't say anything about global warming. You can't say anything about working together. So my message is, from the bottom of my heart, going to be, uh, why aren't Chick-fil-A's open on Sundays? Fuck it. Yeah, that should be a message sent to a lot of uh, Chick-fil-A owners, uh, chairmen, high-ups in the company. It's a question that needs answered. And, um, yeah. They should think about people like us that want to watch football and eat Chick-fil-A. It's just selfish when you think uh, about it. it you're not going to believe It is selfish, but you're not going to believe this, Carter. Mm-hmm. Haven't had Chick-fil-A since fucking August. Mm. Really? Really. I haven't eaten out that much since fucking August. Oh, yeah, true. Fucking Chick-fil-A is so good. I wish I could say I haven't eaten Chick-fil-A in... Since August, but no, no can do, Coach. I'm jealous. <laughs> no, nah, but you've you've uh, you can tell that you haven't lot or that you haven't ate Chick Fil A, so I'll give you that. That's, yeah, it's re- re- really close to that. Yeah, really close to my peak weight. Really can't wait. How many, how many pounds down? Um, pretty close to fifty now down. Got got really six to ten more to put me back into fighting weight. And I'm going to hold true to this, and I'm going to let everyone in our audience hold me accountable and not let me forget. Goal is to have the six-pack back by end of February, early March. Nah, no doubt. So, my next my next trip overseas my, as my goal is to have the six-pack back as well. Not that it ever really was back, but it was close. But, yeah, I, I love the goal setting, so both of our – to our listeners, please, by all means, tweet at us, Instagram us. Yeah. Keep look, us in check. Look, if if you want to hold each other accountable, DM us your goals, and we will DM you our goals back, and we will hold you accountable, and in return, you have to hold us accountable. I will, I will say one thing. Keto has shredded fat from my body in all areas but the stomach and if you think about it it makes sense you consume fat all day fat and protein 
and that goes right to the stomach. So that's why right. I'm kind of because my body part, my my arms and my shoulders and my legs, the muscles are all starting to like rip out of my skin without me even having to flex. Right. Um, but the stomach is what's taking a little longer. So. Yeah, fucking, that's awesome though. I gotta say, uh, it feels good, doesn't it? Oh no, it feels beyond good, dude. Beyond good. I was not living right. I'm still not living perfect, but I, I'm I'm on the right direction. It's crazy. Like you don't want to go places. You don't want to talk to people. You just kind of want to be isolated. You want to be isolated, yeah, and you want to order Domino's. Speaking of Domino's, Facts. it it is half off week till like the second. You had to say it. That is, you know, like uh, if you're looking to save somebody's life, tell them it's half off Domino's week. Well, thank through you. the app thank only, you. of course. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I'm glad I could help you, Carter. Hopefully, I helped someone else. Who fucking knows if anyone's listening still? If you're still listening, shout out to you. Hopefully, you win the Amazon gift card. Yeah, you deserve the Amazon gift card. DM us. DM us if you're listening at one seventeen eleven. All right, so oh. next so next stop provoking shit. Let me ask you this. Dun, 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 dun. How do you really know anything for certain? Well, I think facts allow you to know things for certain. Yeah, but fake um, news does too. True. Um and this is a an era of deception. And you have to have a personal filter that allows you to filter the deception out. And keep what's true. And you almost have to throw out political bias, personal bias, in order to really know for certain. This is actually a much deeper question than I initially thought it was going to be when you sent it over. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we we don't know for certain if we're just in someone's fucking playhouse on puppet strings. We don't know that. No, we have no clue. We have no clue if we're the only, you know, form of life. We just landed on Mars and fucking there could be... You know, we're going to talk about that more Thursday, so I don't want to get too into it. But how do we know there's not fucking another civilized, colonized fucking group group of people in Mars? And we're just there watching them. I don't know for certain because I can't possibly know for certain. But I'm pretty certain personally that there's life other places in this this fucking galaxy or whatever it's called. And I think there are multiple, multiple organisms that are like us. And it's hard to tell. They've either ruined their planet like us, and we're going to have a war cultivizing a new planet soon, or they've been smart, and they're much smarter than us, and they, they've, they're they watching us. and all t- Dude, that, that subject is fucking crazy. Crazy, sure is. But, I mean, to, to answer your question, if the facts, if the cold, we'll call them cold hard facts, the facts that are undisputed are there. That's really the only way you can know for certain. And I think we see this a lot. And like, you know, we don't talk politics, but like in politics, you see, how do you really know if this is real? Like there's legitimate media reports that purposely split the information to divide the people. But like people feed into that because in America, I feel like people, you know, they only listen to what they want to hear and they don't. They expect to hear what their side, you know, positive news about their side. And the same mm-hmm. goes for the opposite side. So how do we, you know, people that can, you know, not have a bias towards one side or the other, how do you really know what's fucking real? You know what I mean? Because you can fact yeah. check something, but you can go to the next fucking website and there could be another site saying this is correct. And, you know, there's purposely there's, you know, plenty of manipulation going on in the, the mass public that 
is very, very blatant, but to some people it's it's hidden as can be and they have no clue. And it's, it's, I love this quote. It says like, uh, the few are the few sleep, but like the many are awake or something like that. It's really, really good. It's about this, this guy named Tocqueville. He's like a French philosopher. He wrote a book about like democracy in America, but yeah, that just fit well with that. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's such a, there's such a political divide and it really makes it tough on intelligent individuals and unintelligent individuals. Yeah, both to yeah. make factual backed decisions. That's some deep shit. It's weird, man. Like you know, you want to believe something's true, but who's to say it's true? It's all been t- passed down or told by somebody else. Yeah. Wild. What else you got? Let's see what we got here. If change is inevitable, are we better off resisting or embracing that change? Well, I think there are certain situations where resisting change is good, and I think there's certain situations where embracing change is good. I'll start it at that, and I'll let you counter that, and then I'll I'll get into more detail with what I mean. I think you find like a fine line between, you know, wanting and accepting change because it can bring good and then there's also a fine line of working and you know pushing through something until it can be better if that makes sense i i i full-heartedly believe that change is good majority of the time but not all the time and there are certain circumstances that would that change would warrant a negative uh, outcome I think you see it like, especially in like relationships, you know, the change between two people separating can be good. But then, you know, down the line, they realize, you know, maybe that change wasn't good. It was only temporarily good. Yeah. So it can I be, it can be beneficial. That. But then, you know, after some time, stay away in the relationship aspect, you know, people realize that, yeah, okay, you know what I mean? That the change wasn't for the long term good, but it helped in the short term. Which is, yeah, I mean, by yeah. all means, good. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That That's a whole nother demon right there. In terms of embracing change because it's good for the long term but bad for the short term versus fucking pushing change away because it's good now but not good later. I mean that – then it comes down to decision making and in my opinion and I'll be 100% open with you. One of my New Year's resolutions this year, just to give you an idea, my New Year's resolution for last year was to only drink black coffee and I have not broken that resolution not one time. Damn. Um, yeah, I actually stuck through a fucking New Year's resolution. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, that's um, awesome. Yeah. Um, but mine this year is to make decisions and quit fucking fearing the consequences of making the decisions, especially tough ones. I'm going to make the decisions I know I need to make, and I'm sticking with them, and I'm not going to feel any remorse from making those decisions. That is one of my main New Year's resolution goals this year. As you shouldn't. Yeah. So... I mean that it all it just all ties back in. I mean, that's going to be a big change for me cuz a lot of the times I make decisions and then I feel bad cuz there's a party infected by that decision, but at the end of the day, you're always going to you, you can't please everyone, you know. Correct. So, yeah, no, that was very well said. I think, you know, resisting, you know, resisting change is wrong, but also embracing change is wrong. I feel like there's got to be a fine line. So like there shouldn't be a wrong or right, you know, it should be natural. 
you know, if you get the feeling that something has come up and you want to change this aspect of your life, by all fucking means, like, you know what I mean? Go change it, you know? But that doesn't mean it's permanently better that you did that. There's exactly. always there's always room to work and improve. Like, that's that you can't just throw that narrative out the window just because you want to change something. Exactly. Giving up it shouldn't be, you know, something that you do. Exactly. I think that can be confused with change, too. But, like, you know, I feel like there's positives to both. Definitely. And there definitely is. I think we both agree that there's positives to both. Right. So we have, uh, if I value freedom, flexibility, and self-direction, why wouldn't I want to become a digital nomad? What do I need to do to do work I love? So before we start that, a digital nomads are a type of people who use telecommunication technologies to earn a living and more generally conduct their life in a nomadic manner. Such workers often remotely, uh, excuse me, such workers often work remotely from foreign countries, coffee shops, public libraries, co-working spaces, or recreational vehicles. Yeah, um, I will tell you this. You and I are both at the age where we are trying to find our careers. Correct. Um, podcast. Heck yeah. Whether it be podcast or regular jobs, whatever it may be, we'll, we'll, this this applies to both. Um, obviously, we started this podcast kind of as uh, something we did for fun once a week. We took it from recording over FaceTime on a recording app to being on iTunes Um so we've buying obviously equipment, yeah. buying equipment. We've obviously made the necessary steps. I think we'll continue to make the necessary steps. Whether this leads to a uh, income, whether this is an income generator or not, um, which I really hope it is. But anyways, correct. I, I I really think that at our age, you have to trust your gut in terms of professional moves. If if you know, and and you could start out loving a job, loving your job. And then six months, eight months down the road, you get stagnant. If you don't come out of that period of stagnation, uh, that's pretty much a good indicator that this isn't where you're going to find yourself from a career standpoint. And this is only a temporary job and you need to start looking. Correct. Um, it's a crossroads that a lot of people our age have to cross. Uh, and a lot of people don't cross it. And that's why you have people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s that hate their fucking jobs. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think, you know, freedom is simply, you know, just being ourselves and li living authentically and, you know, doing what's right for us as individuals. Uh, I think, you know, being a, a digital nomad would be, you know, obviously what you would make of it because it's obviously not going to be something you can just pick up and do and it'd be easy. Obviously, everybody would do that, but there is a market and there's a demand for, you know, telecommunications and that stuff's on the rise. And that's just the way society and technology and, you know, the general... the, the the general mankind that's the direction that we're going you know yeah well i will say this carter and for those of you who listened to the john verdell episode john's an instagram influencer um and for those of you who don't know what instagram influencer means that means he'll post people's shit for money um and as he mentioned last night it's not his his full-time job but it is a very nice supplemental income for him Right, uh, which is what you the, need. Like, I mean, yeah, if you want to give, if you want to yeah, up, yeah, yeah, because of the brand he's built for himself. Um, but this market is fair and just. If you don't have it, like if our if our podcast content isn't there, our social media content isn't there, the markets market lets us know. Right. We don't get followers, we don't get engagements, we don't get interactions, we don't get subscribers, we don't get reviews. 
this market is fair. Right. Uh, and that's what I love so much about it is it's so fair and just that there's so many people doing it. But if you can if you can produce good content, this market will uh, show some respect for you. I think uh, I think once we give like value to our choices, they begin to reflect our free will to be free. So like you know if you're making if you're putting value in the choices you make as like as far as when you go to work, like you said, these people that hate their jobs, blah blah blah. I think if you're really valuing your freedom, you're going to value the choices you make to go about your day and how you spend your time and how you, you know, how this day consumes you, essentially. You know what I mean? How are you going to win the day? Is it going to be something that you value doing or is it going to be something that you're miserable doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You either run the day or the day runs you. If, if, If you're miserable at your job and you're 35 or older, no, no, 40 or older, shame on you. Shame on you because you ignored the gut feelings when you started to not like this job to collect a paycheck and now you're going to be fucking miserable until you retire. And and as fucked up as this sounds, after age 40, you've lost your young professional appeal. There's some real appeal to be under the age of 40 and applying for jobs because all, all these companies are looking for youthful energy and long-term employees that could become leaders of the company. So if you're 40 and you hate your job, you've pretty much eliminated yourself from moving on, and that's just shame on you. And if we offend someone who's listening to this podcast because of what we just said, you know, like, fucking nut up because it's the truth. It's facts. Um, Freedom comes down to just being, like, you know, a simple act of choice to agree or not to agree. And, you know, you can be similar, you can be different, and, you know, as long as you're true to yourself, then... That's really, you know, the biggest thing. Look, if you live in the United States of America, there are opportunities, huge ones, every fucking where, every corner, every turn you make, every move you make, every step you take, there's fucking opportunities right there for you. Facts. Thanks for tuning in to the Front Porch Pod. It would mean the world to us if you could leave a review on iTunes. We can't grow this show without your continued support, and we can never thank you enough.